And Alfie said, um, which one's this? Or who's best? And I'm like, someone the other day said to me, I was explaining that I was with my best friend, and they were like, I thought your best friend was such and such. And um, I was like, I would never, ever, in like, have just one best friend. One... One person, sorry, I was trying to do up my shoelaces. One person that knows everything about me. Um, that, for me, just seems like that's dangerous. That's, that's, that sounds like somebody who could double-cross you, you know? Like, they're, they're British, but they're really working for the Russians. I don't need that kind of, kind of um, liability in my camp, you see? <laughs> um... So it's a tear. It's a tear. It's a tear of people, my best friends. Um, actually, now I just realised what I wanted to talk to talk to you guys about today. Somebody said to me the other day, "I like listening to your podcast because it's like being on the phone to you." <laughs> like that's actually kind of sweet because I do all my best shit when I'm on the phone. I hate texting. I'm dyslexic. So that's one thing. Can't really spell. That's another thing. And also, like, I like having nails, so I just hate hearing the sound of it clicking on the phone. Ugh, it's annoying. Anyway, so going back to my friends, um, I have a tier of best friends. Uh, ones I've known for 15 plus years, and then ones I've known for, like, a year. Um, and I think it's interesting because I think this guy, he kind of... He was like, oh, I thought you hadn't known her for that long. Like, you don't have to put in that kind of time to be, in my eyes anyway, to be someone's best friend. I think that there are so many other elements you have to look out for um, and whatever your criteria is. So mine is, um, you know, one of mine is, is, is loyalty. Um, and there are a thousand and one different ways that you can show your loyalty. So... You know, you could do like fifteen things of that, fifteen of those things that prove your loyalty to me in in like a fucking six month period, and I'm like, okay, cool. It's just lots of elements that go into it. I know I I don't have a criteria per se. I think energy is a big part of it. Um, I'm I'm very friendly. <laughs> that sounds awful. Let's get friendly with her. No, we're not doing that. Um, Unless you are over... No, I'm only joking. Unless you're joking at But, yeah, so I... So I, you know, I, I've, I've moved around in terms of work. I was doing admin shit and reception work and everything else. So I make friends by that. When I've been an extra, I've made friends by that. Acting, previous old jobs. So, like, I've got a lot of friends... I've got a lot of people I know and I, and I regard myself having a lot of friends. Um, so with that, I don't think that, like, years and stuff needs to, like, that kind of work needs to be put in in order for it to have the same significance as um, somebody you met only a year ago. Or it's only somebody you started getting close with only a year ago. Because um, people can always... You can have lots of uh, people you're close... Your, people you're, um, you know that are in your life that you can have small chit-chat with every once in a while at the odd party. But then sometimes 
they turn into much bigger, they turn into friendships and then they turn into deep friendships and then they turn into best friends. They turn into basically being like your brother or your sister. So you never know. You never know. Those people are in your lives. Um, It's like they're supposed to be there, but not at the time that you need them to be. It's just like they stay dormant and you stay dormant in someone else's life. And then when those parts of your lives get lit up, you and that person come together and kind of connect with your friendship and then maybe end up being something to that person that they really need and vice versa. So I've got a lot of people in my life like that, actually. Um, another shout out to him as well. <laughs> is 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 one of my one of my dearest, dearest friends. I I love to shout out of him is Joe, Joe Fretwell. We actually were in each other's lives from the age of like 16, technically, because my, one of my, my actual, actual best friends, actual best friends, what does that even mean, Erica? Shade. One of my best friends is, his best friend is Joe's best friend. <laughs> so my best friend Lee has a best friend called Callum and Callum is best friends with my friend Joe. And so I would see Joe at the odd like party, high school, school party, uh, house party here and there of, uh, yeah, you, you pass people all the time from different schools and shit, right? So we'd always, like, we'd say hi, chat a little bit, but it was nothing, nothing, like, profound or significant. And then, um, then, like, because of a relationship with somebody I used to know, not with me, but because of their relationship, it, it thrust... Ooh, I was awful. <laughs> like saying moist oh what did I do that as this is fucking invisalign I've got to keep in all the time because and it gives me a lisp so but sorry about that so thrust thrust <laughs> that situation basically brought us together forced us together in not forced but like it brought about more hangouts more going out like and more like lights out and stuff like that and hanging out and chilling out people's houses, barbecues, birthdays. So then we just progressively got closer and closer and closer and closer. And then he, I left the country, then he left the country and we were still getting closer. And, you know, it was, it was a nice friendship, basically. And now he, but I think, Sorry, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm a little bit. I'm just not gonna. Anyway, so I think with Joe, it sounds like a Joe appreciation post. Where is Alfie going? Honestly, he's one tall glass of milk chocolate. <laughs> Alfie, everybody, find him at Mr. Red Shots with a Z. <laughs> He's going to hear this and just be like, Erica. <laughs> Go back to Joe and I and like, so... I, there was a level of uh, there was a level of trust that was building slowly between Joe and I. We would share things that were intimate about our, our, our lives, our past lives, or how we used to feel that we never... You know, stuff like that. 
And for me, Joe came in with the big swoop when he showed me a level of empathy and kindness that I needed at a time in my life where I wasn't even really giving it to myself. So for that, I'm I'm grateful, you know? So you have... And with every time that he would lift me up, I would lift him up. And then that just kind of really brought us together. Like, he's... 100% one of my favourite people in the world. And I'm really glad I have that. So that aside, just explaining that, uh, that equation of, uh, you know, one of the people, one of my best friends that I hold very dear to me. Um, 16 to 28. 16 to 20, well, I think that empire, uh, that empire, that empire, the equation of our friendship, probably in the last four years. Uh, but I've got friends that I've been with that I've had... <sighs> Lee Bundy is one of my best friends. Love the shit out of that fucking kid. He's my favourite person. One of my favourite people. I have a plethora of favourite people. Like, basically... Fun, this is a fun fact... Basically, all of my best friends are my favourite people. <laughs> I know. Never saw that one coming. <laughs> but going back. So, yeah, I bumped into my... Bumped into my best friend's brother. That said best friend is my girl Sam. I have known Sam since I was 10. Imagine knowing someone for 18 years. Like, Sam is my oldest friend, like, my oldest friend. Like, there are, obviously I had friends in primary school and, and, and nursery and stuff, and we're all Facebook friends. But I don't live in the area that I went to school. I didn't, we didn't really stay in contact. They went to one school and I went to another, and that was it. You don't have a concept of keeping in contact when you're fucking 10, or at least I fucking didn't, because I just assumed I would see them and then life got in the way <laughs> you know you make new friends you have different priorities you have different needs and wants for friendships and everything else in your life just admit that to yourself guys just admit the fact that your need you have needs and you have wants and they are constantly changing my therapy therapy my therapist tells me that all the time <laughs> and I really struggle with that concept but I'm slowly slowly sure you go around to that they change uh yeah so Sam is my oldest friend. Um, she knows everything about me. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I guess she does know everything about me. Lee knows everything about me too. Uh, you know what's really important in a friendship, by the way? I was just thinking now. And, I, and it, this is a crucial point also to, to why these people are my best friends is because they 
have shown me that they are embracing my growth. Uh, my growth and my change as a person. And I say that because you can have friends who only observe you as who you used to be when you went to school together. And how you've made certain decisions in the past. And that's all they do see. But then you have friends who embrace your change, your your different likes, your loves, your hates, your pet peeves. And as long as, you know... It, I assume that those people, the people that who, who I love so dearly and who are so close to me, they're there at the moment because my evolution, I guess, matches up to... I, I, I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, stop being excited today. Sorry, I'm, I'm just thinking this through. Matches up to their sort of, like, morals and understanding and how they see the world. Because if it didn't, would we be as close as we are? One of the things I love about um, Sam and Lee is that they know me better than I know myself. <laughs> in ways that I don't always remember or don't always embrace or just don't consider a thing, but are very much things. Uh, like I was late for my orthodontist appointment and I was messaging Lee and I was talking about how fucking bad it was. And his his response was, "You, why did you even book an appointment in the morning? You know you hate mornings, you know you hate getting up. And it was like, it was that like comment that we want to be like fuck off, <laughs> but it was just true because he's right. I do hate mornings. I hate getting up early, and I'm never ever ever on time for these things if they're in the morning. However, there is a forty five percent chance I could possibly be only five minute five minutes late to something that is in the afternoon slash evening. <laughs> five to ten minutes late, um, and I. And that is that happens to me a lot. So to have him point that out, it's like, oh yeah, I forgot you know. I forgot that I do that. <laughs> so I'm glad that you have reminded me that I do that <laughs> about myself. And little I mean, and I do the same thing for Lee. You know, like it's that somebody knows you, it's and it's totally and that knows you in a different way. Not I was thinking the other day. Today, I was, have, I was missing the kid, the ex. Let's call him the ex for the moment. I hate that, but let's call that. Really, yeah, whatever. I was missing the kid from the breakup the other day, like severely, severely missing him because I miss the idea that somebody knows me and that, or knew me, and was open and receptive of that, that I could just be. Those, that feeling, obviously on the romantic side, it's very different, but you can get that sense, that feeling with your friends. And I get that feeling with my best friends, but I can't be around my best friends all the time. 
you know, because they work <laughs> or they've got girlfriends or boyfriends or they have hobbies or they have other friends <laughs> or they just don't want to fucking socialise with me. <laughs> but, um... So, and actually, I knew I was going to slip into missing the ex-kid because, well, that's more... That wound is fresh, you know? That's, that's, that's a wound. This is... My friends are like happy tattoos. I'm, I've put time and effort into <laughs> Um, but yeah, there are times where I do, I'm very off now, but yeah, oh, that's it. My point is, is that Lee knows me and Sal will say something very, very similar and she always does. She definitely always does. And she's saved me more times than I can even, um, count on my fingers. So... I guess you could say I'm passionate about friends. <laughs> I mean, we're all passionate about friends. I feel like I've been talking for half an hour, but I've only been talking for, like, under 20 minutes. <laughs> and I know why. Going back to this, oh, no, I can't. I just realised, fuck, no, because then that could get somebody in trouble. All right, we're going to move on, kids. Sorry about it. Um, I'm freezing, yo. Damn. Damn. Um, my mum is such a beautiful... I love this woman, right? She's so dope. I mean, she's just my mum, right? Because, like, I think most nice mums will do stuff like this. <laughs> my mum was always, like... She's always... She's very gener generous with her... With her... With her money and her time and everything else like that. So she got... I, she helped me buy my jacket, that, my coat that I've got. I don't know where that is. Oh, that's hanging up somewhere. My coat, uh, which it is, like a very classic checkered trench coat that, like, cinched in the waist and I look like money in. Uh, and it's, like, black, white, grey and, like, navy blue. Anyway, cut a long story short, she bought me a scarf for my coat and it's, like, this red, woolly, beautiful, ah, uh, thing of a scarf that I'm really grateful that she bought me and she bought me that as an early Christmas present she was like I'm sorry she bought me that as an early Christmas present and um she was like I mean you need to use it now I was like I do it's fucking freezing it's so fucking cold guys oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh what did I see I saw a meme the other day it's like no Nobody is more surprised that it's cold outside than a black person. <laughs> I wish I could delete that because I don't even know where I was going with that. But like, I think I feel like I felt a level of truth there. If that makes sense to anybody? Because every year I'm like, why is it this fucking cold? This is this is some Arctic weather, fam, and it's like. September. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm, I'm, that made no sense. But basically, I just can't believe how cold it is. I'm not adjusting very well, you know. And it's not even to say because I'm some sort of, like, sun worshipper. I am a summer baby, but, like, I always consider myself to be too fat. Yeah, yeah, To um, be wearing anything, like, skimpy, so... And also I had eczema and I hated 
and it was always making me hot, which was making me itch. I'm not a winter person. I mean, I'm not a summer person. I'm more of a winter baby. Alfie, where are you going? Could you eat me some m ms If I give you a bank card, can you eat me some m You sure you don't want to get me any peanut? Okay, that's fine. Wow. Going back to that previous comment I left about Alfie. It's in my coat. Where? where? Um, it's hanging up on the wall. Oh, in the pockets. I've only got two pockets. So one's a lawyer's card, the other one's my bank card. He's going to go buy it for me. Yay! Um, what was I saying? I was talking about my, the scarf that my mum bought me. Anyway, it's super dope. Go back to friendships. <laughs> um, there, I, had, I had a really weird period last year. Um, Last summer. Oh, I was talking about whether I was a summer baby or a winter baby. I'm a winter baby, but I'm struggling to really adjust this time this time of year, okay? Sorry. Anyway, back to that. I, yeah, I had a really weird summer last year. Like, no, it wasn't... It was different. It was different to the ones I've had before. I mean, this time... Not this time last year. Last summer, I, I was in technically my first relationship with somebody I realised way too late that I love um <laughs> uh, if you don't laugh you'll cry I'll cry basically that's who I'm talking about and um but I but what I, I had had a situation where I was just not being a very good friend to certain people and in and amongst that, I had also lost a friendship with somebody that I used to know. Um, to put 14 years into that friendship, now that's gone, which is mad, right? Now, for me, I'm, a, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm an advocate for being accountable uh, as accountable as I can be on my own for my for my actions, for my words, for my actions or lack thereof. So with that, I'm obviously not going to go into details of why this friendship fell out, but I definitely really, really struggled when when that when it was when it just ended. I really, really struggled. Because, and I'll, like, it's been two years now. It'll be coming up to three years, actually, in, in January. It's been two years since we haven't spoken once, haven't seen each other once. And the first year I spent torturing myself, I blamed myself for the end of the friendship. Berated myself for it. And I felt awful. I'd felt so bad that I had ever upset anybody in the type of way that we could know what we could go back from. I'm just that's just not my MO, is it? Like I don't I mean I don't know it's certainly some people's MOs, but for me, like I'm I'm straight talking. 
like I'm not backwards and coming forward. So I will say stuff that you don't like all of the time or you don't always want to hear, but... I'm coming from a level of truth and honesty and what I believe is your best interest at heart. And if you know me and you know what how I stay, then you understand that concept. But, I mean, outside of that, and if any of that kind of behaviour ever upsets somebody that I love, I, I want to be able to be told about it and then discuss it and talk through it and then hopefully go forward in a different way. But... I never want to make you feel like like I've hurt you so bad that you don't want to be friends with me or, friend, or have this friendship anymore. Like, I never want that. I never want to hurt anybody like that in any sense of the word. So, yeah, I spent that whole year just sort of Hold on, Alfie's calling me. Hold on. Yes, Alfie. Hey, uh, was it the original evidence? Yeah, peanut, please. Can you give me a big packet, please? Sure, no problem. Thank you. Bye. Uh, bye. Oh, he's so fucking precious. Also pretty fucking... Pretty fucking lucky... That he's doing this for me. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that conversation. Conversation? Comment? Whatever. But, um... Yeah. So... Tough, 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 tough year. I, I, I'm not really... I keep repeating myself. I guess I don't... I'm still processing that level of grief that I guess I felt like I was experiencing... That I was experiencing uh, during that first year. And I guess there is still part of it. And I realise, I, I, and maybe because I'm still struggling to process it, is because I still believe that I was the one who solely broke up the friendship. Now, the second year, the second year was when I started to become more at peace with the fact that, with the realities of the friendship. Um, there were... There were a lot of things that we would say to each other and do to each other and, and how we would treat each other that was not really in either of our interests' heart. Like, we... We should have treated each other better. Well, I should have treated her better. Like... Maybe that's, like, a lack of, lack of education, a lack of empathy. Or maybe that's because... <clears throat> sorry. Maybe that's because, you know, certain people have ideas of how friendship's supposed to be or how it's supposed to go, but not really taking into consideration what type of person that you are. Or to project that on somebody I don't really think is, a, is fair, you don't have a balanced friendship. And I think maybe we did that to each other a little bit. Um, and other things, again, not going to go into too much detail if I haven't all fucking ready, bloody hell. So, yeah, you're just kind of forced to reflect and, and then think... And then you have to just make a choice from there. 
it's not a friendship that doesn't pass by my, my mind on a daily. I do think about it a lot. And I think about how that person's doing, what they're up to, and if they're okay. But some things have just, just come to an actual end. And unfortunately, that was one of those things. That was one of the things in my life that had come to an actual end. So that was happening. And then I'd... There was a few other people who I won't go off to say or discuss about what that situation was that I had fallen out with this that year. And I think I was just feeling really lost. And in and amongst I was, like, in my first relationship with this guy... And I kind of buried my energy into him as opposed to into those three people who deserved that energy, that excess energy, to be poured back into them. I think I was scared, though, like emotionally, to, to, to fix what I think what I thought I'd done wrong. Um, because you have to be... It, it was just... It was a weird time because I wasn't being... Since since that... Since summer that, like that year, so summer 18, I have tried to hold myself more accountable for my words and my actions. <clears throat> I sound really gravelly. I'm like, this kid is making way too much eye contact to the next room, making a girl uncomfortable. Sorry, I had to get some water, because, oh, my Lord, your girl is dehydrated. Oh, my gosh, title side note. I am dangerously dehydrated. It's ridiculous. Like, I look like... I've been travelling the desert for 40 years. It is just the fucking worst. Like, I can't even... My liver is under a lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I need to start... I need to basically start drinking water, minding my business, and get that clear skin back. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> How dangerously dehydrated I am. Let's see. Oh, should we... For, I am so shiny today. Anyway, right. Apologies, 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 apologies. Yeah, so ever since then, I've just been trying to hold myself accountable. And be responsible. It's hard. I miss things all the time. Still, but I do believe it has made me a better friend. So, I think the sad thing is, is that you always you have to. You, I felt like I'd lost three friendships, but gained this whole new perspective. I haven't. I haven't lost. Well, actually, I actually regained one of the friendships, which I'm really grateful for. And the other two are 
considered lost for the meantime. But, um... Yeah, it's, uh... Friendships are like anything. I guess they're like... They're just as like relationships, right? You have to... You have to sacrifice. This is a lot. Of, there's not a lot of compromising. It's sort of compromising understanding and being open. That's another thing I had to learn as well. I had to learn to be more open and honest and just softer since summer eighteen. And also more receptive. I definitely learned to be more receptive. At the time, it felt that that whole situation felt detrimental and just awful and heavy. And so bearing that energy into the ex-kid just made sense. But then, I don't know, maybe that excess energy wasn't supposed to be put there and now that's a whole different situation. But, um, yeah, you've got to be careful with energy, people. You have got to be careful with energy. It's a weird thing. I do weirdly still believe I'm healing from that time. Now I'm really thinking about it. Like, I sit here and I'm, I know that I'm healing from, from the breakup. I guess I'm realising now that I'm also healing from that. Because I hold my friends that are very, like... I, like... Even though I've got, I've got two older brothers, but there's such an age gap that I basically kind of felt like an only child. So I think that's more to the reason why I've got a lot of friends you know it's just nice to have people around and just and then obviously you know, other reasons why I've had you so like you know my friends are my life my friends are my family as well as my actual family so to yeah to, to lose those three friendships was like losing you lose three people you lose three family members that's what it felt like which I've never had to deal with before. I've genuinely never had to... Like, nobody close to me died until a couple of years ago, and that was my granddad, which is still healing from that. And it's so stressful as well because he used to play Bob Marley in his car <laughs> all of the time. So every time I hear a Bob Marley song, I... <laughs> I cry a little bit. So, yeah. Anyway, my point is, <clears throat> is that, yeah, like, uh, I, I lost three family members. Gained one back. But, you know, things things are different. Things are different in a good way, but things are different. So that's why I would never want to put anybody... It's like you buy... buy not being open or receptive or vulnerable or all those other things 
they could impact the way you make people feel and how they receive you that this is I'm talking about myself here but like the way you make them feel I guess it doesn't that's not respectful so then you lose that friendship so you don't want like you don't want to put that in danger you wouldn't put your newborn baby in the middle of the road why would you put the baby in danger you know you, that's something that's precious that's something that you love that's something that you care for and that you 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 pour your <coughs> damn gravel throat all right darling she is parched um yeah you don't want to put that in danger that you don't want to put that baby in danger right because that's how i look at friendships and i think about i think for the, for a long time i just had friendships that i didn't that weren't always good for me like i have had long friendships, short friendships that have been, have had a negative impact on me that I am only becoming aware of now <laughs> or only in the last couple of years. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a friend that I had a friend that, and I, I also want to say that, like, how I viewed myself was was probably at least fifty percent of of how this friendship made me feel. Forty percent, yeah, I'm okay with that. Forty percent, <laughs> maybe you decide. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, but you know how I perceived her was like I thought she was she was really pretty, and like all the guys liked her. That's how I viewed her. But I talk about this particular person to certain people in my life. They disagree, but whatever. Bias, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, and so because of that, like I just never was. I never felt. I guess I never felt really attractive, but also that person, she never really encouraged me in any way. It was just kind of like, yeah, probably, as opposed to, well, uh, no, but... I, so when I look back at this friendship, I, I I think it made me feel like I wasn't as as attractive as this person has proven that she is. You know, she was hot and she was cool. Like, and I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't at all. And... 
there are other little things that fed into that. I kind of fed into that sort of negative space, which I didn't realise was negative until way later on. Yeah, just establishing that. I've quieted down. I don't know why I've quieted down. I'm trying to move the mic forward. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no, I fixed it. Okay. I was like, I've broken the mic. And now we're going to figure out... Do you hear that? I hate that noise. It's my least favourite noise in the world. And now we're going to figure out how we can fix the ears before Alfie gets back. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, hold on. Okay, now I fixed it. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking hell. Um... Yeah, that 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 friendship negative that friendship affected me negatively and, and how I viewed myself and how I how I heard that other guys would view me. I can't really explain it too tough. But it was almost like this feeling of like, you're not as good as me. You're not as cool as me. You're not as funny as me. All the while trying too hard. But I never saw that part of trying too hard. So I'd like a pop reflection. I was like, oh, she was trying too hard. And there were other friendships I had as well that were not great. <laughs> so I just I just got sick and tired of not having great friendships that were enriching and filled my heart with just joy and kindness. I got I got really sick of that. Even when I got older and I got a better understanding about myself and about compassion and about just empathy. I poured into some people who kind of, you know, they threw it back in my face or disregarded it. Which is mad because, you know, you don't... I'm not saying that my love is superior. <laughs> my friendship is superior. I mean that, like, sometimes you don't always get somebody who wants to be kind to you or be empathetic or understand or listen, right? And especially with this particular person that some of their friends weren't. So I try to be try to be what was missing for what I observed. And I got pushback, right? But yeah, I, I think from that I was just like, I'm not pouring. This is the thing. I don't I, I think I learned a lot about myself in a sense of I'm not Pouring, no longer will I pour into things that... And I'm definitely having some deja vu right now. But no longer will I pour into situations and things that, are no, are, that aren't comfortable for me or that aren't enjoyable. Because what's the fucking point? Why would you pour yourself into a friendship that's just take, 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 take? Because eventually they'll take everything from you and then you've got nothing left for yourself and it's just like and then they're not even giving you like a dribble back and it's like oh my gosh no 
I don't want that kind of friendship in my life. I want a kind of energy. That's like energy vampire situation there. Energy vampire. Like, I make that sound like that was actually, like, that's an actual thing. <laughs> what? Um, that's another thing I have a person in my life that, who just sucks my energy up. And it's always about them and it's draining. So I'm just very careful with the friendships that I keep now. I'm very careful with the people that I trust and the tier of best friends that I have, I get very different things from. I guess it's like, oh, wow, okay, cool. It's like monogamy. <laughs> I don't, I'm polyamorous when it comes to... <laughs> when it comes to having a best friend I have a lot of best friends I think we all have I think we're all very polyamorous when it comes to that I don't think I know what the definition of polyamorous is <laughs> Google's afterwards but um, those people are real ones at the end of the day and they prove that with every changing situation these are chocolate oh some peanut Sorry, there was just the, uh, the blue and the... the Fuck, Erica, crispy M&Ms. Those are your second favourite. Why didn't you think to say that to him? That is at the wholly my fault. I think it's because I had it in my head. And, oh, I had some in my head. Well, you got this, yeah, so think... <laughs> Thanks, babe. Nah, nah, nah. I love that you've had, you got me some chocolate. That's all I want. <laughs> you know it is. You know it's like deep. I was just like, but we discussed peanuts. <laughs> it's because I had peanuts yesterday before I went to bed, guys. Anyway, that's not important. It's just come back to this. I am. I am on that nut vibe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, friendships. Friendships are very important. Very, very, very important to me. Um, yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. But the type of friendships that I have are... Um, are very niche to me. I have the most excellent men and women in my life at the moment that I feel so blessed and grateful to have because they are so far and different from who I am in the most beautiful and positive way that makes me grow and be better. And they hold me responsible for stuff that I sometimes miss. Um, so shout out to my best friends. Shout out to all the friendships. Shout out to all the people who you hold close. Shout out to people that are basically your blood, your sister, your brother, your cousins. Lee is literally like my third brother. I would trust that kid with my life. And I would definitely give anything over like organs I mean I don't know some of them are decaying at a rapid rate Lee. I'd find a different real estate babe but it's yours um, and same goes for Sam as well find a different real estate because the organs not looking great um, just shout out to Rosa and Hannah for just being fucking dynamically stunning people um, 
and Joe Obbs and Beth and Helena. And just all my friends. All you lot. Thanks for holding me down. Thanks for making me better. Hashtag friendship goals. <laughs> I hate myself for doing that. What a cunt. Right, what are we on? What are we on? What time is it? Girl. Right, so we're going to come to an end. Alfie Alon? Dope. Dope. That was supposed to be dope, not rope. Anyway, so thanks for coming back. Um, what am I wrapping up with? Down for the ride. Episode five, six. Fucking hell, that lost episode goes to the grave. Uh, shout out to it's Speaker Box, right? At Speaker Box. S P K R Box. IG. I already dropped Alfie's IG in the beginning of the episode and you know why. So we'll just leave that for good reason. Um, if you want to come and find me, you found me where you found this, possibly at I at hello I Erica with a K. Don't try and do that joke thing with a C. I ain't that kind of gal. Um yeah, just thanks for listening to Down for the Ride. I re- I had a lot of fun. I'm also really high. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Super fucking high. So, um... <laughs> but I meant every word I said, though, just so we're clear about everything I said.